Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited about this week's episode. As always, I'm so happy to be back in front of my computer, in front of the microphone, feeling super refreshed. The last couple weeks have been crazy, but I wanted to really, really kind of just come to you today and I really spent some time on this wonderful Sunday. Sundays are my recording days most of the time and I took a lot of time today doing some self-care, cleaned our house, you know, did my skincare routine, took a nice hot shower, just got myself really in a place where I am super ready to record and so... I wanted to bring you this topic today. I'm actually recording this. Not sure if this will be a part one or part two episode, depending on how far I get with um, the episode today. I wanted to really share with you some tips and some different things on building your consistency and I guess maybe your time with the Lord. So... I know that the freshness of the new year has kind of came and gone, but I know that some people may still be at that place where they're still kind of, you know, working on wanting to spend time with God, build your routine with him. Don't let the fact that the new year has came and gone stop you from starting that again and building that up. I know there are a lot of... um, people that are doing corporate fasts with their churches. You may be on your own individual fast for the new year. And so I wanted to just kind of give you some really, really good tips about the importance of having a routine, or I won't even say routine because that sounds very like monotonous in the way of like doing the same thing every day, but just having some type of discipline where you really spend time with the Lord. And the reason I'm saying this is because since I've gone to therapy and really dealt with a lot of my emotional things that I've gone through and really dealt with my baggage, I feel like now I'm in a place in therapy where I'm really now building the practices and building the things that I do on a daily basis to help with everyday life. And I feel like the biggest thing that has helped me in just kind of staying consistent with my emotional 
I guess, peace, I guess you could say I have. And even my sense of feeling like I'm actually serving the Lord and, you know, serving his people, maybe not even in the sense of the capacity of doing this podcast, but more so just like my everyday life that's not in front of the microphone has been because I have really found my relationship with God. And I found that really through spending time with him. And so I really want to paint the picture for you that spending time with God will enhance your life more than it will take away from you. I know that time with God may often feel like a duty or chore or something that's not really enjoyable, but I'm hoping that through this podcast um, episode, I can really give you some tips and really just build a foundation for you in understanding why spending time with God is such a valuable thing in your Christian walk with Him. Because like I told y'all in the, um, I think it was a couple episodes ago about, you know, this is a journey. This isn't a destination. You ain't going to ever arrive. And so you want to be able to be at a place where you can say, you know, when you arrive to the gates of heaven, like God say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And he knows you and you know him. And so... I want to preface this episode by giving a scripture, and this will be the foundation of really what I'm going to say, and it's going to be Matthew 6 and 33, which says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And I want to say that a lot of times, you know, I want to just give this like normalized idea that a lot of times seeking God may look different for everyone and it will not look the same for me as it does for you. But finding your way in the way you seek the Lord will bless you. Like that's basically what this scripture is is saying is if you seek me, if you if you come to know me and who I am, I will give you the things that you desire. I will show you who you are. I will show you why that relationship didn't work. I will begin to show you how to be able able to walk in wisdom. I will show you how to do better with your finances. You know, all those things that we kind of just don't sometimes think is important to the Lord is important to him. And so I want to just also preface this by saying that time with God will change your perspective about him. I think Um, You know, as I've talked to some people and as y'all hear these interviews, I kind of ask the same question to a lot of my people in the interviews is, you know, how has therapy or how can therapy help change our perspective about God? And because I think we have such a flawed nature of who the Lord is in today's society, because so many things are happening that it can be oftentimes that God isn't present, but just really looking at God from a personal standpoint, instead of just this worldly view can really change the trajectory of your relationship with him. So I want to just start by saying, and I feel like this is probably going to be two episodes. um, I'm not naive to the struggle that comes up sometimes when we want to learn how to spend time with God and really take advantage of our time. And it can even feel sometimes if you're really in that place where you're struggling, that when you see people who are of faith 
who are very um, expressive with their faith and share about the things that God has done with them, that you can often feel jealous of their relationship with God. And although that may sound very bold to say, there have been times where I've been jealous of other people's relationship with God because I felt like mine wasn't Good. It's almost kind of like if, and this is not definitely on the same level, so please don't think that that's what this is, but it's almost like if you have a relationship with a a romantic relationship and your relationship isn't going that great, but then you have friends whose relationship is flourishing, it can often feel, you know, you feel insecure about what's going on with you and your relationship with people. And so I'm not going to tell y'all that it's always been you know, this cookie cutter thing where I felt confident all the time with me and the Lord. I think even still there are times where I might catch myself in people who I really, really respect in the faith. Like, man, I wish I could be at a place where I could do those things. But I have to often remember that my relationship with God is my relationship with the Lord and that most of the time when I am jealous of somebody's relationship with God it's maybe it may come from a place of feeling jealous of what he's called them to do and me feeling like because they're blessed I should be doing those things and that's not always the case You have to know your purpose and what it is for you. And I won't even really get into like purpose and all these, you know, fancy terms because I feel like society has painted purpose as this thing that has to be so huge. But purpose can be being a good wife, being a good friend, being a good sister, being a good daughter, being a good employee. It's not necessarily painted in this way of all these things, but who you are helps you walk into your purpose. And so I want to just say I'm not naive to sometimes how hard it is for us to sometimes feel like spending time with God is going to be the thing that's going to move us to where we are. But your relationship with him is your relationship. And what you've been through in your life is literally his way of using what you have gone through as a way to get get glory in the end. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. Um, the second thing I wanted to say is oftentimes the devil can condemn us and make us feel like because we don't spend time with God or we struggle in our quiet time or we struggle with staying consistent with our quiet time, the devil will condemn us. But God never condemns us because if anything, I want to let y'all know something. Anytime you feel like you're a bad person or you're not good enough or you've done something against the Lord or feel like you're not ever going to get it right or that you're a hot mess or that you can never seem to get up in the morning and spend time with God, God is not condemning you ever. That is the enemy. And I want to say that to say because the Lord is compassionate loving, full of grace, full of all these things that are loving. It can be hard to see that when your view of God may be from a very much so uh, disciplinary mindset instead of a place that's loving. The Lord is even just happy 
that your heart is desiring to spend time with him. So a tip that I would say with this is when you feel condemned, I would immediately stop and say, Father, clearly I struggle with staying consistent with you. Or clearly, you know, I want to get better at spending time with you and getting to know you and growing in my walk with you. Give me the strategy that's going to work for me. And the minute you do that, I promise you, well, you know, I I don't know everybody else thing, but for me, when I was like, Lord, what's my strategy? What's the thing that's going to help me get to a point to where I can spend time with you? And so what I did was I went from my therapy sessions and took my therapy sessions into my quiet time. I always had a journal with me that I would write down different things that I wrote in my sessions. And I often reflected in my quiet time with the Lord, but I also really did search the scriptures for the things that I was going through. And what I found was God would reveal some things to me about just who I was, what I was going through. And I did this in the morning times. I'm not really a night owl person. I'm a type of person, girl. I'm in the bed by 830. You ain't finna catch me being up at no 12 midnight, one o'clock in the morning. It just is not finna happen at all. So it was easy for me to get the strategy of spending time with God in the morning. So I just started clocking my time with him. You know, it started off being 15 minutes. I would wake up earlier. 30 minutes I would wake up earlier and ended up pushing I would push it back until an hour to where eventually now I'm up at 4 4 4 4.45 brushing my teeth washing my face doing that and I'm downstairs by 5 5 15 making my coffee and in my journal so it gonna it's gonna take time but I just want you to really start asking God for the strategy So the third thing I want to share is switch your mindset and spending time with God. I know that it can, like I said, sometimes feel like a duty or a chore, um, but look at it more as an experience and really see like, how can you start doing some things? Um, This episode is actually going to be a two part episode because I don't think I'm going to get to everything y'all. So there will be a part two of this where I will share a lot of tips and um, different things that you can do in your quiet time. But I really want to lay the foundation for you. So there will be a part two episode to this. Um, So yeah, switch your mindset from the duty or chore. Because it's almost like... I'm not going to give that example. It's almost like cleaning your house. And this is a very practical example of um, how duty and chores or when you were a kid you hated hated doing chores your mama couldn't ask you to wash a dish when you were a teenager because it was like a task child or she couldn't ask you ever it's just like when your mama asked you take the chicken out so that when I get home, I can cook the food. You like, girl, ain't nobody just. And then when she get home, she'd be upset. Okay, that's not a good example. But because my mama used to go in when I didn't take the meat out, she would be so mad. And as an adult, mama, I understand. Okay, when the meat is not thawed out, when you have worked all day, the the level of I'm so upset is a different level. 
So anyway, back to what I was saying, Lord, I'm getting distracted. You don't like to cleaning up can feel like a duty or chore. It's not enjoyable. The thing that I will say when you're approaching spending time with God, use it as an experience. So going back to cleaning, turning on some music, turning on a podcast, you can use that time to multitask and really get an experience of listening to a podcast and you'll look up and you'll be done with cleaning. Take the time to use your time with God as an experience where you can get the fullness of something out of it. Make it fun. I'll give one example and one tip I used to do that was very um, different. And if you find yourself um, in a quiet time with the Lord and you find you just want to do something different, switch it up. So one of the things I used to do when my husband and I were um, living in separate cities was I would go on dates with the Lord. Um, and then for people that don't know, my husband and I, when we were dating, we were distant. Um, he lived in Nashville, I live in Memphis, which is about three hours away from each other. So we lived distant when I was in grad school. So I used to go on dates with God as a way to like get out of the house. Um, I lived with my mom at the time and I would just like get cute and go to dinner and I would take my Bible with me a lot of times and I would spend time reading with the Lord and I would just talk to him and just like, you know, treat it as an experience where it's like, Lord, I'm going through this. This is what I'm doing, you know, and talking with God in journaling. A lot of times I would journal and a lot of times I read my Bible as I'm eating. And it was an experience that was very um, different for me. And it, it, it brought to my mind like time with god doesn't have to be this monotonous every day i sit down sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I journal, I read, all that kind of stuff. It can be different. It can be an experience. So, so yeah. All right, the next thing is you're not going to be perfect each time you spend time with the Lord. Some days you're going to feel like you're rocking it, but there will be days where you will simply, like, won't get anything out of your time and and the reason I say that is a lot of times you're frazzled um I will say that there have been a lot of moments where there are more times than not where I do get something but there will be times where I won't always get something if I'm asking God I'm really praying and I'm asking him and I'm seeking him and he really isn't talking I may have to switch it up like I may have to go on a fast I may have to get into prayer with one of my friends or my husband and like ask the Lord to intervene for me to really answer what I'm going through. So each time you do every day, it won't be, it won't, you won't get something all the time. But I will say that, you know, as you're consistent, it's almost like you're really giving your, I will say taking the sacrifice and giving time to God is an act of worship. And You know, I heard a, I want to say it was a sermon. I'm going to link the sermon series down into the show notes. In fact, I'm going to make a note to do that. Um, 
Pastor Michael Todd did a, and if anybody knows, Pastor Michael Todd is literally the GOAT. Um, he does, he did a sermon series on worshiping God and it's called 24 seven or 24 ever. And talked about worship and worship being the only thing that we can really give to God. God giving all of these things to us, but our worship is our attention to him, our words to him. The way we give him attention is by telling him how amazing he is, but also in our active time and what we do every day, the act of worship and spending time with God is a sacrifice. You ain't got to do it. But it's really a sacrifice when you really sit down and take time out of your day to give God something. And so, um, you know, some days you're going to feel like you're getting it. Some days you're going to feel like you're not you ain't getting nothing. But you keep doing it. You don't stop. So um, I want to give another one more example. And then I'm going to tell you all about some a survey I did on Instagram. <clears throat> but also... Time with God is important because you're feeding your spirit. You're feeding your spirit when you're spending time in the word. You're giving your spirit food. And my mom always says this example, and she's probably going to be like, girl, you you be listening to me. You really do listen. I do listen, mom. I really do. <laughs> um, she tells people all the time that when you spend time with God, whether it be every day or the time that you dedicate to spending to him, you're giving your body, you're giving your spirit physical food. When you don't feed your spirit or when you don't feed your physical body, you're starving. And she even prefaces to say that it is important to spend time with God every day. I truly believe that. And I will say that it is important to spend time with God every day. But I do know that when you're working up to getting to a point to where you can give God time every day, a lot of times every day may seem like very overwhelming. So I'm starting simply in saying this, that when you starve your physical body, you are hungry like when I don't eat from girl if I don't eat breakfast by 10 30 in the morning I'm rude to people okay so I know that for me eating is really like a thing if I don't eat breakfast lunch dinner I'm upset unless I'm fasting but so if you don't feed your spirit, imagine how your spiritual man is feeling in the spirit, just completely starved, not getting what it need, needs, not getting the proper nourishment, not getting the thing that it do, it craves, which is the word of God and God's spirit ability to be able to come into the earth and work with you. You're not feeding your, your spirit man. So that may look different for everybody, but I've got some examples where um, this can actually come out when your spirit man is starved. Um, Anxiety. You can get angry really quickly. You get frustrated. There's no peace. Your mind is racing. There are so many things that we have to take an account for when we haven't poured into our spirit man. And so... um, be mindful of that. Be mindful of how when we don't, when you don't give God time, how it can impact your emotional state. So I did a little survey on Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you are um, Rosalind Renee. But 
<clears throat> I did a survey on Instagram and I asked people what are what are what is the difficulties or some things that you have a hard time with when it comes to spending time with God. Hold on, real quick. I'm gonna take a sip of water. <clears throat> okay. So one of the things I got was communicating eloquent or wait. So like I said, I, I surveyed to ask people, what are some of the things that make them inconsistent or have a, what difficulties do you have with spending time with God? And so these are some of the things that I got from people. Um, the first thing was communicating eloquently, remembering to spend time with God, effective focused prayers was one knowing what to read and being consistent. Another one, another person said knowing what to read um, or knowing what to do when I read. Someone has said challenging myself so that I can get more out of it. And so I wanted to kind of spend some time with these because I think a lot of these, you know, sound like um, just really not having a blueprint, not really knowing not having any context for this and like knowing what to do. And I think it's important um, that churches nowadays really do teach about, you know, we can talk about these messages and all of these things, but there does need to be a preface where there is some teaching on um, how to spend time with the Lord and how to have relationship with God. But in having relationship with him, what do you do during your time with him? I think a lot of churches do that really nowadays and just like directing people to um, really seek God on stuff, but teaching like the context, like the actual, what could be some steps. So I have made a whole list of tips that I'm going to provide for you in the next episode. So be on the lookout for that. I really took some time to really provide practical, not this like big super special things that you can do in your quiet time with God but just very practical things that you can start doing that are going to be helpful for you so be on the lookout for that next week um I also want to preface this in saying that your time with God will change over time based on the priorities that are going on in your life but make it a point to ensure that you spend time with him when you're feeling sad or empty ask yourself, have I given God time? Usually when we finally go to God, we feel better. um, But it has to be consistent for you to really see your relationship grow over time. So I'll be fully transparent with y'all. Over the last couple weeks, I've been really, really, really overwhelmed um, with just lots of decisions. Um, different things that have happened, relationships, I'm, you know, growing, um, many things that I'm working on and just balancing job and home and just all these different things. I just feel like kind of overwhelming and then throwing my phone that broke, you know, that always just throws you off into the mix. I just felt like I wasn't giving God time. Now, I was consistently still journaling, and that's my form of prayer oftentimes. I'm now really focused on one thing I'm really doing this year is I have like five scriptures that I write down daily that I just focus my mind on to like pour that confidence thing back into me that I talk to y'all about all the time. But getting the fullness of my my time with God has been challenging. 
There was even the first week of January, I really found, I think I didn't spend time with God for like five days straight, which is, I mean, that may sound like, oh, okay, girl. But for me, I had gotten into a routine the past six months, really, honestly, like spending time with God almost every day, if not every day. So I just kind of felt drained. I felt short-tempered. I was really defensive a lot. I found myself getting just out of whack with my self-care. And when I would try to do my self-care, I wasn't really fully present because my mind was racing. And so the priorities in my life kind of shifted a little bit. And I had kind of focused more of my attention on all the things that were happening that when I was giving God time, it wasn't fully like focused So I had been spending time with him recently and he's still been showing me stuff that I took, you know, my quiet time to a point to where I was really communing with him outside of my like normal space um, and praying a lot and really just talking to him throughout the day. And I found that that helped me in between the time that I was really um, missing my morning time. And really getting into the Bible, even though I was still journaling, but I know that that doesn't replace it. So, you know, if you're a parent, if you're someone that has many things happening or many stressors and you're just trying to figure out how to squeeze in the time, you know, your priorities are going to change. If you move, if you're planning a wedding, if you're you know, in another state away from your family, your priorities and different things around you are going to always be changing. You're probably not going to be consistent with the things that you do in your time with God all the time if things are kind of always changing around you. Don't feel bad about that. But again, that goes back to my first point where I said you got to ask God for the strategy Ask him for what is going to be best for what I got going on right now. What does my time need to look like for you? If if I if I'm a new mom, and do I need to just you know spend time listening to sermons? Like I said, I have a bunch of tips for y'all that I'm going to share in the next episode. That where your time with God doesn't have to be sitting at a physical table writing. Like you can do other things, and so I'm going to share those things with you next week. So. I do want to just kind of say that I know oftentimes, um, as it relates to therapy, take what you learn in therapy to the Lord. Ask him to begin to make himself known to you throughout your therapy sessions. Therapy is a place where you will really really build some self-awareness and you will begin to see who you are. And so start to ask him to help you when you're like feeling resistant to change, when you're feeling like you don't really want to deal with all the emotions. Ask him to begin to really show you how to navigate through that because he will and just begin to make himself known to you. Um, Two more things and then we're going to wrap up the episode. So I want to just say this too. My time with God may be different from yours, but nothing can replace quiet time with Jesus. Jesus alone is, you know, he is going to show you what it is that you need 
through everything. And I think you just have to be open to that. Um, and so don't compare your time with anyone else. Do what's best that works. Do what's, do what's best for you. Even if you don't necessarily know what that is right now, take the time to know what's best for you. The time that you're taking even listen to my podcast, not to say that to replace it, but I'm saying take the tips and the things you learn to the Lord and, you know, take everything with a grain of salt and ask him what it is that I learn from this podcast episode that I can bring into my life um, and really utilize that. Also, one more thing, um, knowing that building a routine takes time. Again, know what works best for you. God doesn't ever give up on pursuing us. There are things that he will put into our mind and put in front of us that will remind us that, hey, I'm here. Spend time with me. Even if your priorities change, things are always going to be changed. Life is going to be busy, but you got to build a little bit of discipline. If you really want your time and your your relationship with him to grow, it's going to take discipline. And even if you don't fully have that, find one thing you can be consistent at in your time with him, whether it be just writing your prayers down. If that's your only way of getting um, time with him is writing your prayers. Do that. Don't feel like you got to do all these things that I'm going to tell you next week. Pick one thing, start there. And as you progress and grow, you'll see that it gets easier. Um, and like, like I always say, go to therapy, deal with your stuff because it's easier to deal with your stuff along with God. And he will show you the strategies as you deal with you, deal with all the stuff that you have and have gone through. So that's all for this week's episode. Next week, I'll be sharing tips for starting your routine, different things that I've used in the past that have helped me um, throughout the course of time when I'm feeling distracted or I'm feeling like um, I'm in my time and I my mind is going everywhere. Things that I've done that have helped with that. Um, different ways that you can, you know, build up. Um, if you want to just spice it up, like spice your relationship with God up and do something different. I have a bunch of different things for that, too, that I'm going to share next week. And I'm also going to actually share, you know, minute by minute. Uh, what I do in my quiet time and what I'm going to share will probably be about an hour of time that I spend with the Lord. Uh, But I'll give you everything step by step, minute by minute and take what works best for you. So I love you guys so much. I am super excited about all the things that I have coming your way. And I really hope that you found this episode to be very helpful. Like I said, I have so many things for you next week. And so check out the description box for all types of resources and tips. Um, I always share different things like how to find a therapist um, and just some links that are always helpful. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. My name on Instagram is Rosalind Renee. R-O-S-L-Y-N, and I will see you all next week. Love you so much. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy. You're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.